The true crime category of podcasts has all but exploded over the last couple of years. In fact, there is an entire streaming series dedicated to it. On this episode of Voluntary Input, I get to speak to the creator and co-host of my favorite true crime podcast, Scottish Murders. I get to speak with Dawn, and we talk about a lot of things from how she deals with researching such horrific crimes, as well as the explosive growth of her podcast. Never forced, never coerced. Open discussions about things in life that matter to you most. From tech to TV, movies, and gaming, and everything in between. Visit VoluntaryInput.com to subscribe, contact us, and find out how you can support the show. Catch new episodes on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and everywhere else you listen to podcasts. And be sure to join us every Friday night at 11 p.m. Eastern and Saturday night at 11 p.m. GMT for Weekend Chill. Exclusively on Mixcloud. Well, thank you for coming on and being a guest on the show. Can you tell everybody a little bit about yourself? I'm Dawn and I, um, I'm the co-host of the podcast Scottish Murders. I was born and brought up in the west coast of Scotland mm-hmm. in a little town um, and it's known as the Gateway to the Isles. Oh. Um, yeah, it's lovely. It's beautiful. Now, for someone um, like me, I have no idea where that is, but... I'll have to I know. Look that well, up. I'll look well, it up I was later. going to say, you know, if you know, you know. If you know, you know. <laughs> if you're in the know, you know. <laughs> but um, now I'm just currently self-employed um, as an audio typist. Oh, really? And that, yeah, that's me in a nutshell. <laughs> What's an audio typist? Like a uh, court transcriptionist, or it's just people talking in your in your in your ears, and you're just typing what they say verbatim. It's really, just that. <sighs> Oh, okay. We call that a transcriptionist. A transcriptionist. Yeah. Yeah. So I used to work okay. for um, um, radiologists, and oh. you know they they read like X-ray images and whatnot, radiology images for people who are injured or whatnot, and they dictate. And when they dictate, they talk really fast. But mm-hmm. the transcriptionists, they transcribe. They what, yeah, they transcribe what yeah. they say so that they can document it yeah. in, in patient charts. Yeah. And yeah. yeah, wow. Yeah. Oh, you get some really fast typists. I'm not as fast, but some of them are phenomenal. And they just keep up. You just keep up, keep going. They don't need to stop. It's amazing. Wow, that's that's pretty cool yeah. that you do that. You don't uh, meet too many people. At least I don't. I no. never really hear people say, oh, that's what I do. That's cool. No, no. Uh, no. Oh, that's cool then. I'm unique. <laughs> You're unique. This is true. Yeah. <laughs> so, so what what made you decide? No. <laughs> what, what made you decide to start your podcast? So I've always listened. I've always enjoyed listening to true crime podcasts. Mm-hmm. Um, it's always mostly been American. Um, I know American podcasters and American crimes. And then one day, I just fancied listen to something Scottish about a Scottish crime, a Scottish murder. So I typed it in and nothing came up. And oh. I thought, oh, surely, I, yeah. And I thought, surely I can't be the only person that wants to know more about Scottish crimes, Scottish murders. And that was where Scottish murders was born. And I thought, well, I'm going to do it because I want to know. <laughs> surely other people do too. Well, wow, that's, um, I never, yeah. Well, see, I never looked that up and I never would have, would have guessed that there were no yeah. others. Well, I've since found some others, but um, just typing in that criteria, Scottish murders, and no- nothing came up, and I was so disappointed. And I thought, right, there's the name, and that's what I'm going to do. <laughs> Simple. Wow. 
So, and speaking of true crime, that whole uh, true crime space seems to be pretty crowded in podcasting. Like you said, there are, uh, I, I, I don't even know how many, there seems to be a ton of them. So when you decided, yeah. well, I'm going to start mine, did that concern you at all? No, you're right. That there is a lot and there's new people coming every day. Every day there's a new podcast, true crime podcast popping up. But no, it didn't concern me because... You can all you can always tell a story differently. There's always a different way to tell a story, a different perspective, um, with different styles, different formats. And I just think as long as you're moving forward, you're improving, being original, right? There's always going to be an audience. It's just that's that was my opinion. And clearly, there wasn't a lot of Scottish crime podcasts. I know I've got a little niche. <laughs> you you certainly do. And I wonder, do you, what? Why do you think the true crime? Uh, why true crime is such a popular subject. Do you have any opinion on that? Or? I just think people are inherently curious about I don't know, the most extreme, brutal, and unimaginable crimes you know, that people would commit against each other. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a lot of people try to want to understand why, or comprehend what drives people to doing such awful, awful things. Um, and I just think people want to know about these crimes and the people that commit them. I feel, I feel like, and I know I'm not the only one. Uh, I feel like a lot of women tend to love true crime stuff. Yeah, it's that's uh, my audience is a lot of women. Yeah, that fascinates me, and it's interesting because um, my wife loves that stuff too. Like she doesn't listen to podcasts, but she will watch those true crime shows just back to back on television so much it's it's such a popular thing with women that the show saturday night live they did a parody of it really it's uh when you when you get a chance go on youtube and look up snl murder show and it's these women singing i'm gonna watch a murder show It is. It's big. It's big business. It really is. It's. It just. It's, yeah. It's just funny that women are drawn to that. I don't. I don't. I can't yeah. figure that out. I don't know. I really don't know why. But I just think it's just curious. Want to know. Want to know. I don't know why. Yeah. But yeah. Now, yeah. you know, you did bring up a, a great point that when you looked up Scottish murders, nothing really came up, and then just recently, there were some numbers posted about your show um just it just blew up just phenomenal growth did that did that surprise you at all when i first started out i honestly didn't know what to expect um you know i'd never done anything like this before and i was just happy having a few listeners but then we got to a thousand downloads in just over a month and that was pretty exciting um before i started i set myself targets of Mm -hmm. what i wanted to achieve and at the moment, we're three months ahead of the targets that I've set. So, um, yeah, I'm pretty excited. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, and you, I don't you, want to. You, did, you started, was it July of this year? Yeah, July. Wow, that's amazing. Um, now, yeah. it's usually you and your sister, Cole, correct? Yeah, that's correct. But we couldn't get her to come on. Go ahead and talk about her. She's not here. It's her fault. <laughs> she's the crazy one, isn't she? <laughs> yeah, she's yeah, she's the crazy cat lady one. <laughs> Every family yeah, has one. <laughs> exactly. No, she's more of a backseat. She just likes to. She like. She like. She's one of the w- women that likes to know about the crimes. 
she enjoys listening because I do all the research and the writing and then she comes on and listens and she just loves listening. She doesn't want to participate half the time. She's just like, oh, just tell this story, Dawn. Oh, that, that's cool. <laughs> I think, um, I mean, I, I've always tried to put my finger on why I love your show so much. And it, it really is just that you have, it's kind of like this natural storytelling to your voice. Do you, is this something that's kind of like, like in your family or people told you this before or? Well, I've always been a little bit of a drama queen. <laughs> I can always tell a good story. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. No, no. <laughs> no, I don't know. I just, I don't know. I don't know how to answer that one. Hold on. Let me think. <laughs> you didn't give me that question. <laughs> I'm trying to think about it. <sighs> But I, I, you know, and reading some of, I wrote a review of your show and then my friend Mindy from DBBL podcast wrote the, a review as well. And she kind of said the same thing. It really, part of it is as Americans, we love the accent. Do you hear that? Oh. Do you ever see, notice that a lot or? Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Um, they love, oh, I've had so many reviews saying what beautiful accents we've got. And, you know, somebody's just posted another one saying, I've listened to so many Scottish Murders episodes, I think I've actually got the accent down now. <laughs> See, because no, Americans, we feel like we sound boring, and plus we mm. slaughter the, the, the English language. So, Well, you slaughter the Scottish language, that's for sure. No, I'm only kidding. I'm only kidding. I, don't, I don't even try, because I can't do it. I don't, I don't want to insult. So. No, don't, don't put that yeah. No. So I know no, what you... When, when you look at your podcast analytics, you can see where people are listening from. Is there a particular reason that's that kind of surprised you and you're like, I can't believe people there are listening? Can I answer that one different? Sure. Well, again, it's I'm going to come back to my goals and not surprising as such, but when we first set out, I had goals where I wanted listeners to be from and it was America, the UK, Canada and Australia. Mm-hmm. That was my, that was where I wanted, and yeah, we've got them all, so I'm happy with that. I'm just so pleased with that. Um, we are in other countries as well, but um, that was my top ones well, to, well, begin, then, to begin with. <laughs> well, then you did it, yeah. Yeah, I, we've done it, we've done it. <laughs> I'm always surprised I see people listening in Turkey, and I'm like, I would have never guessed anyone in Turkey would listen to the show, <laughs> but okay. Well, That's it's awesome. amazing, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It's amazing. Now we'll get to something a little more serious. Um, you know, other podcast hosts, I've, I've heard them on other, you know, they'll do other people's podcasts or they'll post something and they'll mention how spending so much time researching these crimes can often take an emotional toll on you. Has this been your experience as well? No, I'm dead inside. <laughs> Don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> There's that humor. <laughs> no, how can I say this without sounding bad? Um, many years ago, I worked in a setting where I worked with patients who were sadly close to dying. Mm-hmm. There's, no, there's no other easy way to say that. Um, and... That would be difficult because you become friendly with them, obviously. You were there to care for them, but also be the friend. And then the next day they would be gone. So in order to survive that kind of environment, you really needed to develop coping mechanisms. So um, from an early age, I've just learned to compartmentalise my emotions. 
um, which made which enabled me to work quite effectively. Um, so it isn't that I don't care; it's just that's my way of coping. It just I, kind it of remove yourself from it. Yeah, it doesn't. I mean, I, I, I talk I talk a lot as well. I talk to my husband a lot. Um, so that's kind of two of my coping mechanisms. So no, it's, it's, I don't mean it in a bad way, but no, that I deal with that, and it doesn't bring me down. No, I push it aside. Gotcha. I, I know for me, it's um, more than anything, especially when children are involved, because I, I can't remember the particular episode where you had one where yeah. young girl was murdered. I'm like, I couldn't. Oh, that kind of stuff just. I know. Yeah, I know. And I, I, do, I do sound heartless by saying that, but that's how I cope. I talk about it and I just put it away. <laughs> gotcha. So, so does that sound really heartless? No, it doesn't. Actually, I mean, I've heard um, police officers who will say the same type of thing, you know, because you think, man, you're walking up on this horrible situation. How do you deal with it? And I've 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 had them say the same thing. Yeah, I just kind of it's put it put it aside, basically, like you said. Okay, okay, I don't feel so bad because I've always thought "Ah, there's got to be something wrong with me. (laughs) But I think it's because I've had. You know, not obviously had anyone to be murdered, but dealt with death quite a lot. Right. Just, yeah. So, but yeah, it does feel a bit like you're dead inside sometimes. <laughs> you think, oh dear, I'm okay. <laughs> you're fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Voluntary input is brought to you by Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's a hundred percent free and ridiculously easy to use. And Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast, make money doing it. Go to anchor.fm slash start to join a diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm slash start. So um, at the at the end of each of your episodes, you encourage the public to reach out with any information, you know, uh, regarding the particular case you covered Um do you know if anyone's ever like reached out to like the police with other information after listening to your show or, or has anyone ever directly contacted you? Yes. I have had some people reach out um, to say that the, you know, they know the stories cause they live in the area. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've also said that they're, they've known the victims or they had friends who knew the victims and they had their own theories about what had happened. Um, I've actually had somebody reach out on social media saying that they thought they knew someone who'd been involved, who'd been involved with a mur- with one of the murders, um, but I would just pass that on to you know direct them to the police. Obviously, it's, that's not for me to deal with. <laughs> right. Um, so yeah, quite a few people have reached out. And any um, any particular families? Like, um, has anyone said I heard you? cover this and that was a family member or anything yes i have actually had a family member reach out and um, we were really honored to receive an email from a member of george murdoch's family mm. um and since the family have actually reached out we've been in regular contact which has been really lovely and rewarding speaking to the family and just building a relationship with them um and is it okay just to tell you a little bit about their case oh please do okay the George Murdoch murder was the second episode that we released. Mm-hmm. George was 58 years old. He was a taxi driver from Aberdeen and he was murdered on the 29th of September 
So sadly, this case is still unsolved. Um, it was recently actually the 38th anniversary of George Murdoch's murder, and the family made an appeal for anyone with any information about the murder to come forward. So there was also a reward of £10,000, which was kindly doubled by the local newspapers and stands now at £20,000. The family have also set up a Facebook page appealing for information and have posted on there regularly with interviews with George's nephew, Alex, as well as the lead detective working on the case now. Mm. So the standout thing about this case, Leo, was that it was a cheese wire that was used in the murder. Um, a cheese wire has various uses, such as dehorning cattle, yeah. cutting large, yeah, cutting large blocks of ice in the fishing industry, cutting clay in sculpting, or cutting cores in the offshore industry. But we're hoping that maybe your listeners will know of any other uses for a cheese wire, and the family and police Scotland would be so appreciative of this information, as it could maybe lead to another line of inquiry that they haven't already gone down. And you said it's been twenty-eight years. 38 38 years. yes that's right 38 because mm-hmm. it was in the 80s man i yeah. i couldn't imagine dealing with that kind of loss for so long and still not have any closure that's uh, unfortunate yeah. and then I, I often think when it comes to crimes like this the person who committed it how do you how, live with yourself you know i don't know yeah. i really don't know that's uh, i don't know but Police Scotland's major investigation team, they're really still optimistic that this case can be solved. They just need that vital piece of information. Right. Um, and obviously, so the murder obviously happened 38 years ago, as we said. So the murderer could be absolutely anywhere. So. Or they I'm may have passed on themselves. They may have passed on themselves, but. Uh, yeah. I don't know. They might not be. <laughs> they could still be alive out there. But just um, to so, hopefully get that closure for the family in one way yeah. or the other. Yeah. Yeah. So just behalf on behalf of George Murdoch's family and me, we would just be so grateful if your listeners could maybe go to their Facebook page and have a look through or listen to the George Murdoch episode for more details. And if you know anything, anything at all, or you've heard anything in the last thirty eight years, then it would just be brilliant if you can got in touch. Absolutely. That would be perfect for them. Yeah. And all the details about this case and all the other cases that we have actually covered are on our website, scottishmurders.com. Perfect. Um, well, since the numbers show that people obviously love your podcast, where would you like to see it go in the near future? Well. Onward and upward, huh? Onwards and upwards. Well, do you know what, though? It was really annoying. And this is not to be put about, but it was really annoying as there's big changes coming in Scottish murders. And I can't tell you yet. I mean, I could tell you, but I can't let you broadcast it. It's a secret. No, we'll just keep the secret because I love surprises myself. Okay, so I just... Um, okay, then, so I'll see. We'll just have to wait and see. Yeah. There's a lot of changes coming in Scottish murders um, in the next few months. Um so stay. I can't tell. Yeah, stay maybe you can, maybe we can maybe we can come back on. Maybe I can come back on later. Absolutely. Um, next year and tell you some of the changes. But at the moment, it's still in the planning stages. But yeah, Absolutely. just to reach, but just to reach more people, Leo, and just get these Scottish stories, Scottish murder stories out there would be great. Yes, you can come back anytime, anytime. And you mentioned your husband a couple of times. I I looked him up. <laughs> I found him on Twitter. And, Did uh, you? Yeah, he needs to come on too because he's uh, he seems to be a fellow nerd. 
like myself. And uh, he is very nerdy. <laughs> he did a Zune, Microsoft Zune website, which I found interesting because that's a but that's a whole nother conversation <laughs> yeah no so, he's he, yeah he would love it he would actually love it to come on to your show earlier absolutely so we'll have him come on and then we'll just have a big uh typical Ooh, this, voluntary input nerd conversation <laughs> that would be fun he would really enjoy that and he's and he's very uh he likes to talk so you'd have no problems filling your 40 minutes no so i shouldn't say that <laughs> You have no problem getting him to speak, unlike me. <laughs> oh, you did perfect. Well, again, I want to thank you for coming on. We won't keep you too much longer. Uh, hey, hey, yes. for a second though, you missed the question. Oh, did I? What did I miss? Hold on, let me see. I don't know. Maybe I don't want to see it anyway. But you missed the one about you know because it was said that I was dead inside and I had no emotion. But I was going to tell you, you know, I'd, I'd given another one to say that actually I do get. Yeah, it was the one under number five, and it was like, um, has any of the cases impacted you? You know, and I suppose we did kind of answer it, but, um, you know, to show that I do have a bit of passion in me, I'm not just, you know, passionless, um, I was just going to say that, you know, miscarriages of justice are the ones that really get under my skin. Oh, absolutely. Um, they're yeah. the ones that really provoke a, a, a feeling in me, yeah. Your last episode, that, the the knock on the door... Yeah, those were miscarriages of justice. I'm just going to say it for you. Okay, <laughs> that was essentially a load of crap. I mean, how do you just get away with that kind of stuff? I didn't. Uh, yeah, I didn't quite. I couldn't wrap my head around uh, uh, how they're yeah. still out and about. So I felt. I felt for the family. Absolutely. All right. Well, do you have anything else you want to promote or tell us about before we take off? No, other than, you know, we've got our regular episodes coming out every two weeks on a Tuesday, and we'd love it if you give us a listen. <laughs> Absolutely. And or, you know, reach out on social media and just say hi. We'd love to say, hear from you. <laughs> yeah, and stay tuned for the, the big changes coming, right? The big changes, yes. Awesome, yeah. awesome. All right, thanks again, Don. We'll see you later. And again, you're welcome back anytime. Oh, thank you. I really enjoyed it. Thanks for having me, Leo. Okay, you're welcome.